0: Three D Six down the line. Okay, episode fifty-four in the books. B team.
1: B team. All
2: right. I, I know.
1: I, I know. We said that we got a lot done. It didn't feel like we no, got a lot done. Yeah, you no. did. You really did. Actually, when I, no. when I,
0: considering like you know, the first half was a, like a lot of like planning and talk, but you actually kind of. Pushed it forward in the second half, which is great. I don't know.
1: Oh, but I mean, this, I don't know. Maybe it's just because uh, I'm involved and this is just the way my brain works. Like I always want to try to like plan as many steps as I can. I mean, I obviously, right? Like there are different types of, of gamers, right? And for me, I'm always about the, the plan, right? Like I know right. I can't know everything, but I get my best biggest jolly, you know, if Ted's mapping and inventory and tracking that stuff. Mine is thinking of you know thinking about plans. Like what about this? What about this one? What about this yeah. one? Well
0: I, I felt bad because you guys you, that. you had a really good plan worked up. Like you had very clear like steps that you were going to take and um but you know it is like you know you know
2: it's my job <laughs> no, to throw no in the plan. Range, oh, right? Of course, you
1: know of course. I mean? yes. <laughs> yes.
2: No and and I share that with you Matt as well, right? Like uh I enjoyed it a lot. It's tough. Because the stakes, you know, as opposed to, like, being in the midst of a delve, right, and, like, waffling at a door whether we should open it or not, right, where, the, where, 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 like, the scope of what's going on and the long-term repercussions of that decision are fairly small, I mean, death being an obvious one, but when we're talking about, like, factional relationships with things that have been existential to the entire campaign, not thinking about it a lot before acting, it's hazardous. It's super fucking mm-hmm. hazardous. And and like any complication in that totally changes the criteria, which is why, I mean, like speaking for myself a lot, I I wanted to talk about it a lot in this session, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. this isn't opening a door anymore. This is like, do we get killed by both Kronos and the goblins? Do we like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's a very big decision in a way that is bigger than 90% of the decisions we make in, in the campaign, right? And yeah. so it's I don't think it's to be taken lightly, but it also is like strange to feel like you're just like, you know, debating and not acting when you're like yeah, playing well, the game. Well, the yeah.
1: scale of the stupidity is. <laughs> yeah, just, no, yeah, right? no just, like sure. you can like open the door or not. Like, okay, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah, it was but, dumb. Maybe it's not. But this, you know, the 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 um, margin of error here is so huge. No doubt, the chance to make it's, a stupendously horrifically wrong choice is enormous
0: very true it was worth talking about because the ramifications are are potentially very very far-reaching yeah
2: if if it were to go sour with both hopefully it wouldn't right we lose our primary entrance our vul. we lose the broken head we lose the stash we lose the, the entrance at the stash right like it is it is such a profound like gameplay changing situation as to like if that goes wrong in all, all directions, how are we even playing at that point? Right. Like, yeah. and that's, that's why we have to discuss it on those terms. Like, I, I think it's really, really difficult. So I totally I get
3: like it. Form, formulating a plan too, but yeah. when it comes down to it, um, it's a made up scenario that's made up in John's head. And we have to have some trust that a bunch of people like us that have imperfect knowledge, are, we could absolutely screw ourselves, no doubt about it. And right. I believe in the ramifications, but I also kind of feel like, um, there's only so much discussion that you can actually have. That's useful before you guys just start. We all start talking in circles. Right. And literally like you get on a loop and it's like a hamster wheel. It's like, but if this happens, then this happens and this happens. And I'm just like, man, at some point we just got to pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, there's only, I'm sorry it- that I'm the impatient yeah. one. I feel bad about that. And if I get us all killed and we lose the head and we lose, we lose everything else, and I will totally own that. You guys can pillory me. Like whatever <laughs> no, you no, want. no. I, Good word.
1: I, I, really, I really do think that we're all very much on the same page. It's little differences that I think you know, could possibly branch out into big ones. But I don't think that it's that big of a, a difference where we are. Right. It's just like figuring out like, I think the the biggest uh, possible uh, uh, kind of uh, divergent point here is like what David was bringing up is what do we want to significantly change our uh, relationship with the, the broken head, right? Like, do we want to yes. uh, e- erase that or not? That's and, what it seems like you know, the most important to me.
0: The, the, right. I think
1: it also ties
0: into the quest for the safe Haven, right? So yes, if absolutely. you, if, if you want to divorce yourself or, or sabotage your relationship with the broken head in any sort of way, then you're basically putting all your eggs in the, oh, we will find some place in Ardenville, which is totally legitimate mm-hmm. because uh, as we've talked about numerous yeah. times and numerous detoxes, that is, a, that is a worthwhile, very valuable goal to have. But the question, of mm-hmm. course, is whether or not you want to divorce yourself from the broken head before or after you've established that safe haven yeah. in Ardenboul.
2: It's risky to do yes. it before you... you so do I'll it. let
3: David go and then I have things to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I think there are a couple things at play here, right? Which is that, like, to Mike's point, we want to have momentum. And it is possible for us to get into a spiral, right, with decision-making. But what's interesting, like, why I got frustrated, for instance, is what I was trying to provoke, and in, in, in my perspective, mine alone, right, from us, was a consequential decision rather than a pushing it forward. And my concern is on almost every aspect of what we're discussing, whether it be stashing or or not going to engage with Estella or, or seeing who would be at the gladiator school when we got there or not offering something larger to the goblins, right? Like all of these things were hedging in my mind that were not decisions. So then when we get impatient with not acting right? Which is rational. I'm saying, well, we haven't made a decision. So how can we act? To act without a decision is not action. It's to just fumble forward and then receive the consequence, which is almost certainly negative in all directions. So what I'm provoking is like, let's decide what we want, which is why when John is both telegraphing uh, the dragon situation and reiterating it time after time, after time, after time in this conversation, he's saying, what do you want to do about that? And when we are ignoring John asking that question, and instead, proffering, well, we're going to do everything, John. We're going to try a little bit of it all. And he's like, well, there's not time for that. Well, but we're going to try it, but there's not time. That is the waffling, right? That's us avoiding the question. And that's yeah. what, what what I think is the actual stalling. It's not the debating the perfect outcome. It's the stalling on commitment that, that I think is a big problem here. Just practically, I think it, uh, yeah. at
0: least in my mind, uh, maybe you guys are considering other factors, but to me, it came down to, dude, you want to, de- you had two choices. Did you want to deal immediately with the squad or do you want to deal long term with the, um, the the full cohort, right? That's that's kind of exactly. what it came. At least in my mind, that's sort of the way. Like you, you couldn't do both. Um, you uh, reasonably. Well, and this is the thing. You know? And we've every all we've already said, said that it, every,
3: every we time you to, uh, <laughs> to go deal with the squad, then it became a conversation about any interaction with Estelle. At this point, is an immediately fatal terminal ending for whatever is going on at the uh, broken head now personally i think that an innkeeper and his wife that are going to rob you of your stuff and side with your enemies is a non-starter for me so outside of actual combat with estelle and chronos i mean there's never going to be trust there again right there's never going to be like fixing that relationship because they've shown themselves that they will absolutely fuck us over if it's in their best interest.
2: So why are we protecting them?
1: But that's, well, there, I'll tell you, there's one thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike. Did you want no, to go you're ahead? Good. I'm, I'm good. Um, there's, there's one thing that we can't overlook in that the, the broken head provides. Yeah. It's a safe haven for now for whatever, but that also directly mollifies the dragon. Right. There's a reason why the dragon doesn't just has not been swooping down and eating us. It's seen us. We've been out. We've seen it flying around. We've been out traveling around. It's satiated. It's mollified by the actions of Estelle and the broken head. There is an alliance there. They've they've set yes. something up. And this, right? this ties into
0: what I was talking about, where if you, you can you can make a decision to sort of break away and, and sabotage Estelle and Kronos if you don't like them and don't trust them anymore. But if but there are larger ramifications from doing that than just your own. It, it, it disrupts the entire economy yes. um, uh, of Ardenvul, mm-hmm. far-reaching consequences because you're basically removing this single safe haven that is uh, abuts the city.
2: Right. I agree, but this is what I was getting at because we're we're trying to intercede with what we now assume is an alliance with 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 Codswallop in a situation which we can't predict for, but most likely will end in open combat. I don't think it's very reasonable to say we're going to go slink through the fields with 20 goblins, engage, when the goblins have been fighting the wine dark this whole time, and somehow have like an armistice in the field. What is most likely going to happen, and this is not me searching for a perfect outcome, but what most likely is going to happen is conflict, which means conflict has already been instigated with Cronus and Estelle, which means if we don't want to jeopardize relationships with Cronus and Estelle, we give up on the stash. If we do not want to give up on the stash, we should engage with Cronus and Estelle in a in a, in a sure-footed way, which means interceding with her and the dragon or any of these other things. I agree completely that the dragon is mollified by them but that is a decision we make to move forward rather than stall and then we figure out how to mollify the dragon with a new alliance right like but we have to commit to that trajectory we can't assume that we can have all of these things at the same time that's the stalling right see, waiting to see is the stalling and we have all of the information pretty clearly already established in these relationships for the faction
3: so we have I to really get any are. of that from the session david i Never once did I get the impression that you wanted to go and engage with Estelle and Kronos. And so here I am going, Okay, so David is leaning against. I literally thought you meant the opposite, like leaning against any kind of like. Altercation with them because it would be so damaging, right? So here I am thinking, going, okay, so my plan still is to avoid conflict with everybody. And I think we can do that. If we show up at the stash and in a perfect scenario, Codswallop's there with one or two guys, right? And we're him I out of there and then we hide the shit. And then the wine dark cohort shows up and they're like, where's our money? And either Codswallop's gone because you know, they can't, you know what I'm saying? Like this is what, how it's playing out in my head. And, yes. and then at that point the and Kronos have no more skin in the game because they're not getting paid by anybody except us. So then mm-hmm. we go back to being hotel friendly with them. Right, Dude, what I've yeah. reiterated
2: every step that we've had this conversation, which is why I'm unsure why this isn't coming across, is we are, as you said, in a perfect scenario, arriving before the Wyandotte cohort without a major force there that it can identify us. And in all likelihood, we will arrive with a force that can identify us. So we are hedging on the idea because Codswell's there and he's probably not there alone. Now, I could be wrong, but we know the dark's going in the morning. So we have a tight time frame, and which you're engaging with them Nope. And the only escape, if they're there, is through, is going into the dungeon, like you said. But even that is a very hazardous interaction. And, and, and therefore, right, like we are assuming a lot in terms of our safety and our an- anonymity. And we are saying, well, once we get that information, having already negotiated with the goblins, having already ignored the Estelle urgency, and having already decided not to have any direct conversation, uh, confrontation at the inn itself or sabotage at the inn itself, that we will be two level ones and a couple level fours to sixes, right? With a few goblins in a field, far from any safety, surrounded by 50 mercenaries that are approaching us. Right, and that that to me is a no-win scenario, regardless of the, the the facts, right, of the Gladiator School. Unless we're rabbiting down and not returning to the broken head anyway, because we're not going to come back out at that point. We're going well, back into Vol. We're fleeing into Vol, and now Team B is in a dungeon. Not (laughs) at the broken head. And we are not going back to the broken head anytime soon, if that's the case. Because now the wine dark and all of them are going back to the broken head. When are we rep? And and also, you're saying we can't repair the relationship with them to begin with. I don't trust them. So, why are we saying that we will go back and try to repair the relationship? These are two opposite sentiments.
3: I think we can trust them to be like, we're going to rent a room tonight. And that's it. They're businessmen. You know what I'm saying? Also, they need help with the goblins. We're the only ones that can do that. And now we know that that's true, right? I mean, he said anyone with a little pin can get access. I'm sure we could figure something out to start getting the the the, the money he flowing. He also said
2: he would headhunt us and kill us if we betrayed them.
3: Exactly, but here's the other and thing: there's no plans to do that. There's no plans to do that. Like my my main thing, man, is is we have a whole night. Like we're leaving at dusk. It's not like it's three days journey to the Gladiator School. I feel very confident that with, the, especially with the goblins with their night vision, we can get to the Gladiator School, deal with what we got to deal with there, and leave before the Wine Dark Hope cohort even heads out the door. And that's kind of the time frame that it has to happen in. Because if we're sitting there and it's like nine o'clock in the morning and we're still at the uh we're still at the Gladiator School, we're screwed. Absolutely, yeah. we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. And we the, have to and get in. We have to we have to do our thing, and then we have to leave under the cover of darkness, and then. For all the Wine cohort knows, they're gonna suspect us. But if there's no up for them, there's no up for them. They're not gonna, they're not gonna take it upon themselves to go figure out where this money is if they if it's not right there. And they're not yeah. gonna go start a, a tunnel war with the goblins, they won't even go in the dungeon. So you can't get mercenaries to go into the dungeon. So frankly, if we do have to go into like send the goblins home and then we have to go back through Garelad's tunnels for a couple of days or whatever, the wine cohort's not following us in there.
1: You can't. Nice. And yeah, get I'm to you now. No, go ahead. Yeah, and we, I mean, we have like here's the here's the thing. Like for, for me, where it, uh, where it boils down, right? There are these are contracts and business relationships. These are not alliances, right? Especially when dealing with uh, Estelle and Kronos and Codwallop. This is a bit. This is a business deal. He promised them a certain amount of money if they do such and such. Same thing with the Windarks. There is a, a contract and the Windarks, at least from what we can tell, are far more honorable in what they will say and do than uh, Estelle and Kronos are, right? We can count on Estelle and Kronos. They're going to take whatever downhill road they get to get the most money that they can, right? So if that's us, if that's those guys, they don't care right? They don't care as long as they, as long as they are profitable and as long as they can keep the flow going, right? Like that's their, that's their thing. Adventurers going into Arden through their broken head, that's their business, right? And so they want that to keep going. They don't want things screwed up with the dragon. They don't want a war. They hated the, you know, the, the, the trouble with the goblins. They hate the setup right now. So, you know, yeah, if we if we go through and, our, you know, our plan, you know, I, I disagree that our, our vision isn't clear because our plan is to go there, get the stash if we can, if we can't, if it's not worth our lives and we only screw this and leave. Right. But if we can get that stash, then we can decide in the moment there if we want to go through the underground tunnels, because we know the tunnels to take to get right back through the to the broken head where the wine darks, as Mike was saying, they don't go in the dungeon, so we know, we have the tunnel way that we can go up to the broken head if we want to or if we want to hide the stuff or, you know, whatever we want to do. But, you know, this is our opportunity to disrupt that business. And we can decide in the moment if it's worth, you know, if it's worth our lives, if it's worth a big battle or not. Like, if we can go work quickly and get there before this force can even get there... Yeah, we can get in there I, and then either go overland or underground back to uh, back to safety. I, I And then understand. at that at that point, the Windar contract is over because the thing that this, that Codswell had promised them isn't there, and he can't deliver. And so the there contract is over. There
3: might be like ten dudes that are there, but
1: I thought I thought that they were firing on them anyway
2: or something. If we if we arrive right ahead of the goblins and we engage with Codswallop alone, we kill him, let's say, right? We leave his corpse there, we take the money, we leave. They won't necessarily know it was us, right? We get get away with Scott Frey. It's the best possible scenario for us.
1: Nor would they really care.
2: Nor would they necessarily care, right? That's the best possible scenario. I agree. That's awesome. If we arrive, and Codswallop has a retinue with him, right? And Codswallop is already trying to betray us. We are bartering for him not to kill us at that point because we are an incredibly weak force him as a party. Incredibly weak. Against whatever he has, if it's a group, just because I'm a level, I can't do shit, right? Mike can't do shit. Yeah. It's more in Avaricios who haven't rested and have no spells against up and whoever else. This is the key here. Not even more. We cannot do. We it's cannot confront- more. it's not more. It's three level ones in Avaricios. Okay. Yeah. So it's Avaricios soloing without spells against up and whoever may or may not be there. The only way that we can conf- fight confront him at all then is the goblins, which means the goblins are with us and seen with us. ...with them. If we succeed in that combat, we kill them. But it is loud and ugly and most likely seen in some way. Can't know for certain, but most likely. If we fail or if anyone flees, we are affiliated now with the goblins... ...who have been in a hot war, both with the Dark and Kronos and Estelle... ...for weeks for a situation that we caused. And now we are both complicated our relationship with Broken Head and Kronos and Estelle openly affiliated with the goblins, who are seen as the bad guys here to them. Hence, we can't just go back to the broken head. And we've complicated a relationship with the goblins, who have now fought, if they will fight for us, and not just flee, and say, fuck you guys, we didn't agree to this, and abandon us to die, right? Do you go back and say, well, if we were going to get weapons to secure weapons, and there was a bunch of fucking mercenaries there, right? Like, and we almost died, and like, that's not what we signed up for. We have now created a negative relationship with two factions based on the hope that we arrive and Kodzolup is by himself. This is what I'm getting at. when I'm saying, we are operating on hope and not making a decision. I that's what I mean. It's not a certainty. You know what yeah, I mean? See, like, a
1: complete, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's it. No, that's it. That's it. That's no. It. See, see, I I disagree in the, um, in your uh, in the supposition that there's this war that this there's this ongoing war. Like we have already told them that we know the goblins, we can talk to them on your behalf. We can arrange, we can arrange a piece here. If we, ha- if we get into any kind of fight there, which again, like we shouldn't, right. And we're going to make every effort to avoid that. Unless like these goblins, you know, we're taking the goblin strategy here, unless there's overwhelming force, that's not gonna Not a thing for us. Right. So we are um, not, you know, saying, oh, yeah, we're aligned with the bad guys now. We've already told them that we have sway with the goblins and we're going to try to get, you know, this you know, we're going to try to get the pyramid back open. These are completely separate things, even if so we bring an really, army yeah, of
2: them to the Dark and Codswall. That's an act of aggression, whether and- we fight or not.
1: Not against not that's against not, the broken not head. Honestist.
2: Not against the broken head. If the broken Head is involved in the Windark Codswallop thing, they are tacitly an alliance, and we are bringing a, a, we are bringing a, a soldiers to the field against but that. But
3: the thing, like, why don't we why don't we just make an agreement that if there's like a contingent of Windark cohort with Codswallop, right? Um, too large for us to handle with twenty goblins or whatever, that we just back off. I mean, I'm okay saying I, I personally yeah. am not yeah. okay with saying Absolutely. goodbye to eighty thousand gold. But to your point, like if if the goblins in the dark cohort get get into a battle, it's it it's bad news for us, right? Yeah. If it's Codswallop and Rogers Rapier standing there because yes. they haven't been seen for a couple of days, then I kind of feel like you know what, game on. Number one we can negotiate with Rogers rapiers. It doesn't have to come to blows. We could show up and be oh. like, look, guys, we're all adventures here. <laughs> He's a goddamn thief. That's our stash. We're going to pay you out and there will have to be no bloodshed. Yeah. Rogers rapiers will be like, you know what? Five grand. I, I would, whatever we come up with, I would be okay with that. And then we're like, okay, but you have to leave us Codswild. and they're going to be like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like scenario, scenario that plays out. But 100 yeah. percent agree with you, David. If we get into a hot war with Windar cohort, whether we win or lose, we lose. That's kind of the
1: thing, right? So yeah, and and no, yeah, I agree. There's no intent to do that. But even
2: with the five fingers, these are like high, high-leveled adventurers oh, yeah. who are with Codswell, right? We right. show up. And Caldwell said, there's 80 grand in the stash. I saw it. And we go, can we convince you to side with us instead of Caldwell? And it's three level ones and avaricious. And they're going to go, off, right? Like, and, and, 20 and 20 goblins. And 20 goblins. Well, that's the whole point, though. Then we showed up with the goblins. And now they all know we're on the goblins. So that's what I'm saying.
3: But it doesn't it, matter so, if Rogers' rapiers I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll leave yeah. it alone. It's fine. It's it fine. it yeah. doesn't matter if Rogers' rapiers know that, because also we can get Rogers' rapiers access into the pyramid if they want it. Here, guys, get this pin, put yes. it on. you I guess, I I guess what I'm conven- getting.
2: Yes, I think I guess what I'm getting uh, uh, confused or you know, or where we're disagreeing really comes down to how we view the factions and their influence and our relationship with them and the necessity for us to commit to one this late in the campaign and how our safe haven, whether it be via the Cronus broken head scenario, or the goblins, is predicated long-term on us making allegiances. And I worry if we continue to treat these factions as contingent allegiances, right? As partial allegiances, where we're trying to kind of hedge our bets with all of them at once, like you said, not spark violence, then we are never going to find a position of leverage with those allegiance sufficient enough to actually be safe with any of them, right? which is kind of my worry here when the way that we're like approaching it is like, let's game them all against each other, but we have no leverage with any of them because this isn't even our original party. This is all thing. We have one of our original party and a bunch of newbies. We don't have any relationship with any of these people. And speaking We've of leverage uh, with any of these people, there's uh, nothing we can go. ahead, wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. go ahead. Finish your thought. No, 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 that's it. That's uh, it. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, yeah.
0: I was going to say like related to that though, it too is a, a looming, um, uh, problem it, it, exactly the same problem a looming one that I've sort of been telegraphing is you're going to have to make a decision with the beastmen and the goblins yes.
1: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um,
0: I, I hope you guys have been picking up on that but that's that's mm-hmm. going to be a, that's oh, yeah. going to be a real conundrum mm-hmm. <laughs> for you guys I've, I've uh, been
3: putting that one off though just because we've had no actual interaction with the beastmen so we can't really suss true. out
0: no that's that's very like, true you, you do, let's not put the cart before the be horse like. but just you should keep it in mind that um, you know there's benefits to siding with either one. Um, but, yeah, uh, then, but, but playing like the Clint Eastwood yeah. man with no name, walking into town and playing both sides that, that you could do that. And if you could pull it off, I'm oh like, God, that would be fucking magnificent. But it's, that is the
2: hard road. <laughs> and not, and not just <laughs> that we, we, well, the reason I brought up our decision to abandon the bucking head earlier during the session was we still, whether it's actually an issue anymore or not, we still never resolve the Garralad problem. No, mm-hmm. we haven't. So that's another faction with another army that we it's have treated true. as something to tr- to deal with later. So now but- we got the beastmen, we got the goblins, we got the broken head, we got Garlad, well, you know I mean like there's so many actors now who have like conditional relationships with us that we have no power with and we're adding more as we go instead of resolving <laughs> any of them and that's why i'm getting frustrated in the session
3: david i don't i don't know if like a final resolution is actually in the cards for any of these because think about it like we resolved Plumthorn's gang and it just spun into like a whole nother like tangled web for us right
2: this is why now, john's I mean, trying to get us to go talk to the goblin King. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i mean no, this I, is straight I up that. This is why he's pushing us to make a decision and actually engage with the faction in earnest, and not sort of like edge around it.
1: Well, this is gonna be this is gonna be a quick thing to. (laughs) It's gonna be quick and easy, (laughs) but it's gonna be a direct, quick thing to do. Right? Like we're gonna go out there and we're gonna see either there's an opportunity for us to get this money, or we're gonna decide that it's too dangerous. Right? If we decide that it's too dangerous. Like, you know, yeah, I've got two new guys. Avaricios loves money. He loves living more than money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like, even with this money, like, yeah, yeah. He's he's good. He does not want to die.
0: It, it's right? it's a good idea to keep in mind too that um that it's not like uh, I, I know you want the money, but you have no claim on it unless you believe in finders keepers, right? Like this is not uh, something. This is not something that is yours and is being taken from you. Now, of course, exactly. everyone wants it, but you're just like more
3: ours than Codswallop's. Yeah,
0: no, Codswallop is army, bad. Dude. I'm not saying Codswallop is a good yeah. guy. I'm just saying that you guys cannot make any sort of play that involves like this is ours and you're taking it from us. Right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. You can, the only person client. you can really say that against is Codswallop, right? Um, uh, I would uh, before we, I, I want to pull back a little bit too to sort of like the game level of this as well is that I don't think it's um, and this is just my personal opinion that that sure. it's worth getting hot blooded about um, in any sort of serious way because um, the only real fail state would be a TPK and even that's not really a fail state with D and D so we should just kind of kind of keep in mind when we kind of get our temperatures up a little bit that that regardless of any sort of fallout or re- repercussions or what choices you make it'll always be fun. Right, uh, you oh, just—it's yeah. just more trouble and more more stuff that you're going to get into, and the and the, the everything sort of shifts and everything that you kind of have to adjust. But that's what we've been doing for 54 sessions now, so um, right. it might just be a good idea to just sort of kind of look at it from a game level and realize that it's all good um, in the end. Just try imagine, to survive. Imagine <laughs> if the,
3: Imagine yeah. if the five of us found in real life eighty thousand dollars.
2: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, it'd, it'd be like that movie, A Simple Plan, right? It'd be like that Bill Paxton uh, yeah. movie, right? Is it Bill Paxton? Yeah bill paxton yeah 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 anyways
3: yeah i, so, I was picturing the one with, with mel gibson where he had wanted his like two hundred and thirty thousand dollars or whatever and he was
0: like oh payback yeah. Over there. Yeah. yeah yeah anyway
2: i think we're more in a like a sorcerer you know like scenario where we have just a truck full of c4 that we're <laughs> trying to take to the jungle <laughs> and I,
0: i'm not trying to invalidate any of your arguments because i it, believe no. me i love yeah. that you guys are the kind of players that um really get uh heated like you like you you really care about these sort of things and you want to work it out because believe me as we all know there are not a lot of players that are like that um so i i appreciate you guys and it's awesome but um uh, it's just, I think
1: sometimes it
2: just... it's probably for the best that we're hundreds of miles away from each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> and also we would have the squibble without a camera on us, and we'd be like, okay, they no, got no. a little heated, and now we have a camera on us, and we look right. like assholes. So yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I mean hey, and people out there, yeah.
0: this is this is what we're yeah. like. This is like a genuine conversation no. and a heated debate that we have. But I but yeah. I would probably also in real life actually kind of be like, guys, like you know, it's it's, it's just yeah, a game. It's always it's going to be fun yeah, no matter what.
3: Sure. So, have another beer. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Mike. Have oh, another beer yeah 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 and
1: i mean uh, for my part i'll feel i feel n- nothing but love and support for all these guys
0: oh, of, course, of course yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope it i mean, didn't sound, sound like over. i was mad
1: uh, like we you know we disagree all the time but that's the fun of this game right yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. arguing over fake money invisible goblins pretend ins and you know dragons that don't exist yeah. with your best friends well both, I both, did both have in a... the
0: session and 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 this detox i basically took a back seat a lot of the times because you guys are Working all this stuff out on your own, and I I take Excellent. particular pride in, in presenting you with this conundrum that you guys have had endless debates John, over. You, <laughs> yeah,
1: and you did screw everything up by having Estelle go do this thing. Our plan was tidy <laughs> and clean, and then you're gonna like, so the be angry, walking yeah. down there with was subdued. Maybe we should what? all
2: be yelling at John instead. Is that well, what, a, ref, the, a ref prep <laughs> insight? A ref prep insight is that
0: I don't, yeah. um, I didn't do that where, where I read like your plan, it was like, well, this will screw him up. I never do no. that. I, I, even before the plan, I was like, what would be the most, you know, I just extrapolate like, this is what they want. This is likely what they would do, right. Based Mm -hmm. upon all the factors at play, um, including your, including your own presence. Right. What was really cool is that I, I have, and it's on, it's actually on the calendar that's available to everyone to see, but it's a hidden thing for that only I can see is I have, I've had notes for like many, many weeks now, like way back of what the timeline was on the surface level. If you guys did not return to the surface level. This group returned to the surface level, surprisingly, right? I did not expect that to occur. And it just happened to be like, I'm literally going by the timeline that I set months and months ago. And that, and you guys dropped in right when that was about to to basically execute, right? So it was actually really cool because it was like, oh, they actually do have a chance to interfere with this, with COD's plan. Because it was basically all going to happen. And you guys were going to mm-hmm. come back like naturally out of the dungeon normally to find that everything was gone, right? And yeah. it, I'm not going to project like what would what have, what have happened, but, but now sure. you have this chance to interfere. And it's actually been really, really cool because I can now – I not only have to uh, go with the plan that was initially um, planned by these guys, but also you guys are the wrench in the plans. Your appearance has now – Changed everything that they want, uh, how they approach things now, right? Um, knowing that ah. the uh, the original claimants to this are now in the mix has caused them to sort of switch around what they plan to do. So, just saying I, that I I, I, I'm still being very reactive to what you guys are, are doing. I'm not. Uh, I'm not deliberately inserting um, uh, of wrenches into the spokes. You know what I mean? So,
2: nor did any of us think that. I think. Oh, yeah. we, we all trust you well enough to know that's not the cool, case. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I can't tell
3: yeah. you how bitter I am that the. Invisible assassin is not. With this
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yes. I'm, sure. <laughs> like,
3: I'm just like, like I'm stuck with like brother Lothar is a fantastic character and I love him to death, and he is absolutely the wrong man for this job. Oh, like guys, if I had the invisible assassin, I would Darius. just be like,
1: let's go. He's, <laughs> he's literally, he's, he's so, just...
0: literally only a couple hundred yards
1: away.
2: Oh. <laughs> so guys,
1: this 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 question has been on, on my head, and uh, this is a question to my my friends here if you could magically like swap players, right? Lift someone out of a, like uh, Mike, you just said it, right? Like you would, you would want to swap, you know, swap a uh, Lothar with Darius. What other changes would you make to have this be ideal? Right? Like to put the best possible team in the best possible you, place. You probably I want
0: think, more. You probably want more. Yeah. Just, more yeah.
1: would be more. would be up here. I don't think Avaricio should be up here. I mean, I, it's not I don't think it's his you know, I'm glad he is, you know, whatever, but I don't think this is the best place for Avaricious. is probably uh I'd want either on like uh well nobody wants to be on team C. Yeah, <laughs> I think
3: I think they're screwed, man. <laughs>
1: probably hey, no probably team C. Probably team A, right? Like for for yeah. Av, but um but yeah, definitely Mort up here on Team B would be good for that, you know, uh, parlay with the with the goblins. Are looking for him? Um,
2: and I'm just curious, do you guys have any? Like- I think it's I think it's hard to say because the only way we have parlay with the goblins is with the original group. Yeah. So if Apersios yeah. weren't up here, we wouldn't be even attempting this. Right. What Mort? Maybe. Yeah, 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 I mean, uh, well, ideally, no, what I would really though.
3: love to have is Onweir and Gorind in. Uh, oh, yes.
2: of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I'm running all level ones, so I none of them are useful. <laughs> in, in, in any scenario. Yeah. Any character that's higher level one is who you want up here right now. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I mean, they're they're all equally useful and equally unuseful in the sense that, like, uh, uh, what I will get out of them will be predicated on my like quick thinking, not on like the class they're playing or whatever.
1: You know. All right, um, right. Well, well, ga- gaming this right, like, if this group gets that, you know, even a, a chunk of that 60 k to the broken head or to the pyramid or wherever mm-hmm. you guys are going to make out like bandits like because we'll get the xp not those other chumps on team oh. uh team a and c which uh, is a big us. incentive
2: that gold for xp is dangerous baby <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes it is. Uh, it's really dangerous <laughs> yeah.
1: like you're you're treasure Jones. sierra madre yourselves oh
2: yeah oh,